Hey everyone, it's me, it's Darren Griffiths, and you are listening to the first ever podcast that I'm doing. Um, hopefully, going to try and make this a weekly thing. Um, so this is episode one. This is the pilot. See how this goes. I'm just going to talk about just me, my week, the week in the world, just life, things that just come into my mind throughout the week. It's almost like a therapy session. Just get to chat nonsense and get things off my mind. Guess the most uh, immediate thing that's on my mind at the moment is the Nicki Minaj burial by Remy Ma. Just listened to the mix that um, that song on SoundCloud, Shifa. Woo! Bru- brutal stuff. Absolute brutal deconstruction of someone. Um, not sure how Nicki's gonna come back. If I was Nicki's PR, I would say. That I'm not even a rapper. I I don't even know why she's come for me. I I would fully weasel out of it because unless she finds someone who's you know turned Remy Ma out in prison, she needs to get some real dirt. She needs to get some real real dirt. Like she needs to be turned to inmates in that prison, and she can't get anything like that. She comes back with just made up stuff. Just generic bars. It's not worth her time. It's not worth her time. She's just take the L. Just say I'm not even a rapper anymore. I don't do rap. That's it. You can't be going on Twitter. Can't be doing what Meek did. That's not the way to take an L. That's you. Uh, you multiply your L by crying online. Don't do that. Oh wait, shit. I think so. I'm doing this while watching Spurs. Oh fuck's sake! I'm doing this while watching Spurs. Uh, Ah, Stoke and just a crap challenge on Vertonghen. He's he's gonna be injured again. Ah, he's gonna be out. I know he is. Uh, this is probably being a Tottenham fan. Just crap like this happens. Like disappointing Tottenham. But why? Why? Why did I pick this team? Like I can change team. I am change teams, just constant disappointment. Um, who do you pick? Chelsea? I can't support Chelsea. I'm going to stick with Tottenham. It's fine. Anyway, what's I saying? Remy Ma and Nicky. I think I was done with that. Um, but yeah, she needs to retire from rapping. From being cla- Declassify yourself as a rapper. Don't do that anymore. But talking about rap, uh, Stormzy's album came out this week. I actually bought that. I purchased it and paid £9.99 online. And uh, yeah, well, good body of work. Good body of work. I like it. Um, I said on my radio show yesterday, my summary was, if you love Jesus, but you feel compelled to skeng a man down, then this is the album for you. Now, it is. He, on one track, he even sings full full gospel. It's a gospel grime album. I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. This is a gospel grime album, but it, it's good. It's a good album. I especially like the crazy titch interlude in there as well saying that uh Stormzy must be Neo and sees <laughs> sees the games in series of ones whoa that's a good claim big claim big claim but no Stormzy's doing well this year and it's a great album if anyone hasn't heard that album I suggest you go and listen to it you can listen to it for free I don't care I don't get any money from it so you can rip it uh, but he is independent so if you want to support that you know hashtag murky records you want to support that then maybe you should buy it yeah, don't be a tight bastard and buy that. Uh, 
Um, what else happened this week? Uh, the Brits. The Brits happened this week. Uh, Rag and Bone Man. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. Uh, I went to listen to him. Um, he's all right. He's all right, Rag and Bone Man. Stepped her and son. I remember he had a Rag and Bone Man in bloody Birmingham when I used to go uni there. Oh, this noise. He has this weird horn. Oh, sorry, Carl Walker just did like scissor kick. Just went across the... Oh, how close was I? Should I replay? I was like, this must be terrible to listen to. We're just a man watching Spurs. Ah, it's well off. It was the angle. It looked like it was close. It was shit. Um, yeah, that's not in there. Anyway, what I was saying was... Um, yeah, the Brits. Now, never heard of Rag and Bone, man. But that's it. Birmingham. I was in Birmingham. Um, I used to go uni. The guy used to just drive around like seven, eight in the morning. There's this whack horns like scrap metal, scrap metal, scrap metal. He used to go around just oh, he used to wake you up. He used to drive around Erdington. Scrap metal. Scrap metal. <laughs> so annoying. So flipping annoying. And then, um, he, yeah, but he won. Oh, ah. Jeez, Stoke on my score there. I think for Tonkin's done. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I want to start watching the game so I can actually do this, do this podcast properly. Um, I may just pause it. Awesome. Yeah, Ragged Bowman. Then who else was there? Katy Perry performed. I I played her song literally the week before. Uh, the one that she's got with Skip Marley. And I have to agree with the assessment that one of my friends came up with where there is a not there's not enough Marley on that track for it to be classed as an R and B song or anything remotely urban. Um you know, like even California Girls said Snoop Dogg, that that wasn't an urban song. It was just a pop song. And there's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with it being a pop song. But it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. Whoever snuck that onto my radio station's playlist, I have a word of them. That, <laughs> that shouldn't have been there. I will never play that song again. And we see one of our dancers fell off as well. Oh, tragic. Tragic. Now, I was saying yesterday as well that imagine being one of the dancers and you tell your family, hey, I'm going to be the Brits. I'm going to be one of... Katy Perry's back in dances. Everyone watch. Set records. I'm going to be there. And you get to dress rehearsal now. So, um, we've had a change of costume. Is that what? We've had a change of uh, direction. Artistic direction. And um, the costume you was going to wear, we've swapped that now. Oh, oh what am I wearing? What am I wearing? Um, you're going to have a house on your head. A house. Uh, no one's about to see your face. No. No, so if you've told your family to watch, that was probably pointless. It's like, oh, okay. I mean, do, 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 I get, do I get to take it off while I'm... No, 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 you don't. Right, okay. Fighting back tears, because this was the moment. This was the moment they were meant to be on TV. It's like, oh, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's, 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 it's the direction I want to go. It's fine, it's fine. You know, <laughs> and then one of the dancers fell off stage. Ah, 
See, that is the only time you want to have like your face fully covered when you fall off stage mid-performance live. Oh, and who else is there? Um, Robbie Williams won his Icon Award. Now, I get why he's won the Icon Award because he's won 18 Brits. What I don't get is how he's won 18 Brits. That's, ah, oh, I said the guy... How can a guy sing and sound like a cover act for himself? He sounds like a tribute to Robbie Williams. Like, if you've never heard Robbie Williams before and you saw Robbie Williams perform, you'd be like, who, who, who is he meant to be? Who is he covering? Where can I hear the original so I can hear this song sound properly? Like, even when he sings Angels, it sounds like a guy at karaoke singing Angels. It's like... I just don't get it. I guess he's kind of charismatic. Like, he's likeable. I'll, I'll give him that. I don't dislike Robbie Williams. So I guess he's likeable. But, no, just every... Oh, it's just... Every time I see the guy perform. And like the way he came... Oh, crossbar. Sorry, I, I said I was going to stop watching the game. I lied. Uh, for Thomas hit the crossbar. But, um... I so said, yeah, just every time... I see this guy perform. I just don't get it. I say, like, he, he gives me hope, though. I don't hate. He gives me hope that if I decide that I want to sing, I could make it if I was just a nicer person. <laughs> That's it. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. What else happened at the Brits as well? Ow. Oh, there's been much. No, it's just other acts. There's nominations that I just didn't understand. Um... One Direction getting an award and Simon Cowell basically doing the speech on their behalf. That made me laugh. Just Simon Cowell, you're about to be presented the, the award. And be fair, four of the acts were literally X Factor alumni. I think it was Little Mix, uh, One Direction. Oh, jeez. Uh, sorry, Kane just missed. Little Mix, One Direction, Zane, and... Who's the other person? Like, it took me a while to realise that they were also a former X Factor act. Uh, there was another person. There's another person I won't be able to remember. Because I'm recording this on my phone, I won't be able to Google who it was. But anyway, it doesn't matter. There's four of them. So, four out of like the six nom- nominations were like X X Factor people. So, Simon Cowell knew there was a big chance he's going to present to someone that he had to part in their success. And then when it was just Liam from One Direction on his own, and it's, that was pathetic. And then Simon Cowell's speech was longer than Liam's. It's just like, ah, Sam, this isn't, this isn't your moment. This, this isn't y- y- your moment. Please, please, please go off the stage. Please, please go off the stage, Simon. Please, please go off the stage. It, but you can't tell Simon Cowell to get off the stage. He's Simon Cowell. And uh, he milked that moment. And then, um, who else was there? Well, yeah, I think that was it from the Brits, really. I just wasn't impressed. Um, oh, Skepta. Skepta, why were they beeping Skepta's... This, oh, kept on silence in the first part of the chorus. And I know there was other people swearing in their performances. And this ring, ring pussy that bad? Is it that bad? Ring, ring pussy, shut down. I mean, could they not just censor the word pussy? Or maybe just ask him not to say pussy? Because he's got a clean version of the song as well. So if it was that bad, and I just kind of messed up the whole flow of the performance. And they did that to Kanye at the Brits, and he wasn't even swearing. 
I was like, I don't get it. It's like when you, it's like when you interrupt someone mid argument and you take offence to what you thought they were going to say. It's, it's like, it's, yeah, you got you got to actually let the person say it first, and then ask them what they meant. Then take offence. It's just weird. It was just weird for me. But then what else? We got we got the Oscars coming up. Uh, Oscars so white. Not anymore. Not anymore. Jeez. So I think it's only black nominations. I think they're all legit. But me being a typical contrarian and perpetually dissatisfied, Viola Davis doesn't get a nomination for Best Actress. How? How? How does she not? Have I seen the film Fences? No. <laughs> but do I want to moan about it? Yes. Yeah, I do. So it's just like moaning. But yeah, you've got Fences, Moonlight, Hidden Figures. Yeah, not Hidden Fences or Moonlight Figures. Just It's messing people's brains up to have three films with that many black people in the cast. But I've seen Hidden Figures. I need to see Moonlight and I need to see Fences. Um, I need to find time to see Fences. I may go midweek. Oh, Carl Walker on my score. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to the Oscars. Will I watch it? No. But will I have an opinion on the outcome? Yeah, I will. That's It's just how it is. I have to. You force to have an opinion on it. Um, Who else is there as well? What else has happened this week? Claudio Ranieri. Football. Talking about for Claudio Ranieri. He's been sacked. Oh, my word. How? They've been sacked. Like, I spoke to some people and they're literally like, well, yeah, he's got to be sacked. They won the league last year and look what they are now. Do you not understand? They won the league as a fluke. Like, what Leicester are doing now are playing like Leicester City. That Yes, 2-0. Harry Kane left-footed volley on the edge of the box. Boom. Yes. In your face. You can still lose this game. That's, that's the Tottenham way. But, um... Well, so yeah, to sack Ranieri. Like, they're playing like Leicester should play. Yeah. He, he took them from almost getting relegated to winning the league. And now, because they're almost getting relegated, people's like, nah, sack him. It makes no sense. It's like if you took your partner out, you, like, you've, you've got a bonus from work and you've taken your partner to a five star, all inclusive resort of a holiday as a treat. Because you got a bonus. That's it. Like you just, it was a flu. You had the company had a good year. You had a good year. You got a bonus. And then next year, you go, all right, we go on the holiday, but it's going to be half board. You know, the same holiday we've always gone on and we've always enjoyed together. But now, because you've had a taste of that high life, you're like, uh, I don't think the relationship's working out anymore. No, I don't. No, it's not working out for me. Uh, I think we should see other people. It's like, ah, uh, just the lack of gratitude in football. It's not in football, it's just in work. It's in life. It shows you that it doesn't matter what you did yesterday. If they don't like you today, you can just get sacked. So, ah, uh, I feel sorry for the guy. And now I definitely want Leicester to get relegated as well. That's that, just to add to the story. To add to the Leicester story. I want them to get relegated. I think it underplayed how important Kante is. That guy's a machine. Doesn't stop running. Literally doesn't stop running. I'm surprised he hasn't been drug tested. I'm not saying that he's on drugs. It's just, you know, whenever someone's great at a sport, the rumours always come out they're on drugs. Um, 
always have to like Usain Bolt. He's literally had to have that all career. Just always have. And they, they even tried to stitch him up by one of his teammates testing positive. Tried to blame that on Usain Bolt. How? How are you going to blame that on Usain Bolt? What else happened this week as well? Uh, Doris. Doris happened. I was completely unaffected. I saw these reporters about it and... Oh, the war stories. Oh, the war stories. When I was in the office, people coming in and they were saying they was blown into the water and lost their hat, lost their glasses, lost their phone. I was like, shit, it's, it's wind. Let's get some core strength. Do some planks. Yeah? Do some planks. Do some sit-ups. Work on your core. And then I was, yeah, get strong. So you're not blown over by the wind. I guess trees were blown over by the wind. They're, they're pretty strong. They're pretty strong. But like HSBC Tower lost a panel. Uh, I know this apartment block, the window came up from the 25th floor. It's like, ah. Uh, it's like a save. So I, I got distracted. I thought Hugo Norris handballed it. But, um, yeah. I guess if, if buildings are getting torn apart by the wind, then I guess I can't really chastise people for, for falling over in the wind. I guess guess buildings are are stronger than humans. If you if you run straight into a building, it's I'm I'm gonna back the building to come out better than the person. I mean, that'd be something to see though. To see a man that she or, or a woman or a woman, anyone can have superpowers. Just run straight through a building. What am I talking... I'm hungover. It was my friend's 30th last night. Um, it was a bring-your-own-booze restaurant. And I decided that the booze I was bringing was whiskey. <laughs> not beer, not wine. Just straight whiskey. So I started on whiskey. Didn't stop on whiskey. Just carried on. Carried on whiskey and beer all night. And, um, yeah... Feeling it in my brain, right in my temple this morning. Um, then what happened last week as well? Comedy, did some gigs. Did, oh, that was funny. Did a gig in a... Should I say where I did it? Because I want to talk about people. Yeah, I did a gig in Southwest London. Let's say Southwest London on Thursday. Um, and there's a conversation between the MC and... The MC and the guy who organised it. Oh, it was brilliant. It was just so much subtext and ego. You know, when two people are just talking and it's literally like, they are not listening to the other person. I'll, I'll side with one of them. One of them is listening more than the other. Yes, 3 nil In your face. In your face. 3 nil. This is oh, This is a great Sunday. This is a great Sunday. Yeah, sorry about the subtext in this conversation. They weren't listening to each other at all. And basically, essentially, the MC was saying, I've MC'd longer than you have run gigs. Listen to me. And the guy who ran the gig was like, I think I'm smarter than you. <laughs> I was, that was essentially what was running through his mind. Just like, you see him listening and not. Like his, his eyes are just glazed over. He's just nodding. Just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I hear what you're saying, but I disagree. It's just like, I don't think you do hear what they're saying. 
and I think you disagree with whatever they had said. Uh, it was it was brilliant just to see just two people just have two different conversations. It was great. It was great to watch. But it was a fun gig. Um, did ten minutes, I think. Loads of people over around. There's so many acts, but it was it was quite local to where I live, so it was fine. And then Friday, uh, that was fun. That was a fun gig. I'll actually name that one is uh, Omni Comedy in Leighton. Uh, that was cool. That was really cool. It's fun to do an urban, urban black gig, um, an open mic gig as well. Um, there's not many of them in London at all. Um, if you can do a black gig, you're having to do like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and you don't really get a chance to iron out the creases in your material. You have to kind of practice on small white audience so small audience of main like white middle class people of like say 80 people at a really good night for an open mic maybe 20 people on like an average night you're practicing your kind of material that you think is more relatable to black people and then you perform it in front of 200 300 black people and it's just like i don't know if this is actually going to work just each uh you just gotta go out there and just try it so this was good to actually have an opportunity to just try some some new stuff see how it translated across different kind of cultures because there is there's just slight slight differences slight differences and that was good that's good i only thing that i <laughs> in the middle of the, the people turn up late uh but i don't think that's any, that's nothing to do with the org- organization of the gig at all it's just people are just late and uh yeah, he was just late to that. And he's at the back of a restaurant, so the smoke comes in. So my clothes all stink. All my clothes absolutely reek of smoked meat. And um, it's a nice smell. I like smoked meat. But in the air, I like that in the air, not on my clothes, in my hair. And yeah. It it was it was deep deep in my pores, a lot yeah it's it's it smelled a lot, but it was good though it's good night good gig and then this week I'm not performing this week oh no that's a lie that's a lie Tuesday I'm at Tokoro GMB, um that's always fun, um that's always a fun night, um we'll see what magic trick Carl will do he's the guy who runs it, it's crazy he does a magic halfway through the show, um I hate magic, but and the reason I hate magic, not because I don't believe in it, I know it's not real, is what I don't like is that I can't work out what's happened. That's, that annoys me. I'm one of those people who has to, if I don't understand something, I'll, go, I'll get on Google straight away, Wikipedia, read, and then, like, oh, right, I think I get that now. Whereas magic, there's no, there's no room for that. It's just I have to watch it, be confused, and to, I, don't, I don't get the satisfaction. I don't get any joy that everyone else gets i'm not even a hater either man i don't want i don't want to see the guy fail i don't want to see anyone get hurt when they're doing a dangerous trick i want to see the trick come off but then i'm just left to go how did you do that i'm just angry that i don't know how they did it so so he does that but he does up close magic he and yeah it's it's good it's good though he's entertained he's entertained but i'm just angry i'm just still angry so I always hope to perform before he does the trick. I like doing it in the, perform in the first half. Then I'm not in my head thinking, how did he not 
impale his hand on that nail or how did he chop that person's arm in half and it's still attached <laughs> this is thing, things like that things like that but um hey that's it. it's the first podcast um i want to keep them under 25 minutes i don't talk for too long 25 minutes is probably the longest I want to go on for. So hopefully they'll get better. I'll be funnier. I'll say better things. But hey, cheers for listening if you have listened. And um, I'll try and do something next week. Okay, see you later.